Do, 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 do. Here we go. My name is Todd. And this is Kathy. Welcome back to another episode of Zen Parenting Radio. This is podcast number 346. Why listen to Zen Parenting Radio? Because it will help you feel outstanding. And who doesn't want to feel outstanding in this holiday season? Right, sweetie? I do. Um, always remember our motto, which is that the best predictor of, of a child's well-being... well-being. <laughs> I'm just making everybody pay attention because we say that every week. Is a parent self-understanding. Is a parent self-understanding. On today's show, I'm going to talk a little bit about friends and friendships. I'm also going to do some quotes from one of the greatest movies of all time. You see, George, you really had a wonderful life. Don't you see what a mistake it would be to throw it away? I saw that movie the first time about three or four years ago, Mm -hmm. thanks to our friend Noreen. She said, let me babysit the kids because, Todd, you're a 42-year-old man and you've never seen this movie and that's a problem. Clarence. Clarence, Clarence. Vector, Victor. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Um, and then you are going to share, where's my notes? Um, there are 10, 10 hints for using here and now. So it's mindfulness. And where are you using, what, what resources are you pulling from? So I was, uh, this weekend, um, my dad gave me a notebook that was his mother's, so my grandmother's. And I have some of her other notebooks that I think I got when we uh, she passed away when I was in high school, so it's been a long time. But we're finding all of her stuff, and this notebook that my dad gave me has all of this, like, um, oh, how would I describe inspiration? it? Inspiration? Well, inspiration, quotes, um, newspaper articles, Basically, all of this stuff that we talk about on the show, she was writing about in the Todd and I were trying to figure out in the seventies. We're this guessing is. it's the seventies. It was the seventies, I think. Like the notebook itself was. Um, I actually tried to look it up. It was a company called Paper King, and it, it was the notebook is called a filler book, mm-hmm. and it was thirty nine cents. Yeah, it's just a regular spiral notebook. Yeah, and she just what she did is she would find an article in the newspaper, or she would find an article in a magazine, or she would hear something on the news, and she would write about it, and then she would also write quotes that were meaningful to her, which is something I do all the time. So now what's what's fun about this is my dad and I, none of us knew that she did this. Right, this so, is kind of like her own personal, like she didn't do this for you. No. Or she didn't do this to hand down to your dad. She just did it for herself. And, and I find it interesting genetically because if there is a genetic component, because I've been doing this my whole life too, is just finding things that speak to me and then writing them down if it be from you know through my own words or taking someone else's words or using quotes so i found this really interesting and the the there's it's pages and pages and i have a feeling that i'll probably pull from this occasionally um and like i said i have two other of her notebooks too but what i thought was great is this this list that she has it says 10 hints for using here and now which basically means mindfulness. Right. They didn't have that word then. Right. Um, or if they, or if they did, nobody used nobody it. Nobody used at it. At least not in the way we do it, these It days. hadn't become Western yet yeah. at all. Wasn't, I mean, and maybe. And this is some Italian lady sitting in her house somewhere in central Illinois without Actually, knowing what mindfulness was, or at least that word. Right. Teaching. Actually, she was Hungarian. My grandfather was Italian. Oh, Hungarian. So she, her, yeah, she was Hungarian, but... Um, 
my grandfather was the Italian one. So anyway, but yeah, your point is well taken. She was just like it's just funny to even see the. This is these are things she did to fill her own cup up. Correct. These yeah. are the things. The, these are the practices we're all still doing today. Yeah, she didn't have the own channel, so instead she <laughs> she found things and wrote them down. And wrote them down, like, and she has beautiful handwriting, so it's fun to read. Um, so anyway, I just thought that these ten hints would be interesting because they're still relevant today. Yeah. Um, before we jump in, yes. I want to play a second clip. All right. Well, who are you then? Clarence Oddbody, AS2. Oddbody. AS2. What, what, what's that? AS2. Angel, second class. <laughs> That's Clarence, right? He's an angel, second class. And didn't, didn't Bert and Ernie come from It's a Wonderful Life? Correct. So Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street were named after two characters in this movie. Correct. I think I've only seen this movie once, so I think most people who have seen it on repeat know it a lot better than I do. Who were Bert and Ernie? Do you remember? They were the police officers. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, real quick, do we want to talk about the conference? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, so, so what is the date today? What- today is the 29th, technically, Tuesday the 29th. So there's only one more day left. One to- more day for Sweetie, one, one more day. day. So basically, any authors and bloggers who have been considering um, getting their ticket for a discount, putting something in the gift bag, and getting a blogger author on their name badge, or getting a table to share their information, um, this you have one more day. We're, we're not going to go past November 30th. And if you're listening to this afterwards, um, you know... This deal will be expired, but we could still do something. We don't know what yet. So, right. If you're an author or a blogger. Well, we, you know, we're always open. So email us if um, if there's, you know, an idea that you have. But for the most part, this deal ends in a day. Um, and so anybody who is interested in coming to the com- conference who is an author or blogger, um, jump on it if you're listening to this Shoot on us an email at comments at zenparentingradio.com. Yes, that's what I meant by jump on it. So yeah, thank you. You need to tell them what to do. And <laughs> then know. what's the conference? The conference is Two Days of Zen Parenting, featuring you and I, Rob Bell, Rosalind Wiseman, and Ali Smith. Yes. And I have a new idea for December. Give them a tease. Well, well this isn't official. Okay. Because we need to sit on it for another 24 My hours. My tease is that I realize a lot of what I'm focusing on and a lot of what's being brought up at the conference has to do with women and girls. Yeah. And I really want to make sure that if there are any girls ages 12 or up that would appreciate this conference, I think they all would, but I would like their moms or dads to bring them. Yeah, for Saturday. For Saturday. Yeah, Friday they may not love just because it's just, you know, you and I and it's more of a parenting focus. Yeah. Um, But for Saturday... Uh, An opportunity to connect with your kid. Well, yeah, that's the thing is like, you know, this is an adult conference. It's not like I'm trying to make this a kid-centric conference. I'm not at all. It's it's for adults. But I believe – I brought my girls last year, and they still talk about it. Except for Skylar. She took a nap. She took a nap while Dr. Duffy was talking. We forgot to feed her. And then we forgot to feed her. That's not Zen parenting. She was like, I'm so hungry. Step one, feed your kids. Um, but <laughs> I, I believe if, you know, because again, why do I think that your your daughters and your sons? Yes, I'm, thank you. Todd's focusing um, more on men and I'm focusing more on women and girls. So, but why do I think that they'll get something out of it? Rob Bell is all about, you know, understanding yourself, practicing love, 
um, being connected to who you are. Rosalind Wiseman is all about character and dignity for yourself and others. And Ollie Smith is all about being mindful and being able to understand your behavior and be less reactive. So yes, as adults, we need that. But kids, you know, and I'm saying kids, 12-year-olds are are more like pre-adolescent. Mm-hmm. They're adolescents. Um they could really benefit from this too. Yeah. So I'm just kind of playing with these ideas because I... The official announcement will be on next week's podcast. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, and one of our sponsors, uh, Rita Highland Coaching, we already talked about Rita once, but mm-hmm. this is one more reminder. She's one of our sponsors. Uh, Rita Highland Coaching helps passionate professionals, entrepreneurs, executives, and moms and dads to identify and create the work and life that they love. So go to Rita highlandcoaching.com she's the best to learn more highly yes. recommend her Taddy your shirt's inside out it's the way I roll it really is did you know that no I put it on my shirt uh, when it was dark out you know what I folded that last night I folded it inside out I bet your fault <laughs> <laughs> I will take no responsibility <laughs> I put it on the way it's folded you're like listen <laughs> I can only do so much whatever <laughs> my plate is full <laughs> Um, right. And one more. So why don't you give three things after I... Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right. That's right. boy, Clarence. George. I really, I get teary listening to that. I Right before we came down, Todd said, or I don't know if you brought it up that you were going to talk about it on the show or what. Oh, you were thinking about Clarence's um, note. Yes. That he sent to George. Anyway, I just decided to look it up real quick, look up the end. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. It's just such a good movie. And it's it just is such a, good a movie. reminder because. I thought it was going to be a cheesy Christmas movie. And it was just. Forget about. Remove Christmas from the equation. It's just a high quality film. It's a high quality film. And it's the thing that we forget, mm-hmm. which is a lot of times when we're engulfed in our problems and when we're in fear and when we're focusing on what could go wrong and here's a problem and what am I going to do, we forget. What we have, what we're actually relying on in real time anyway, which is the people we love and the fact that we have a roof over our head and the fact that people know us. And, you know, it it, when you lose. Well, I'm not even going to go on to that because you're going to talk about friends. Yeah, that's right. I'm not going to take your thunder, steal it. Quick thing. So why don't you give us three or four? I'll shoot comments and then we'll keep going. Are we going to go through all 10, you think? Um, well, we'll see I how think it goes. so, just because I don't think we need to talk deeply about every single one. Okay. My point in reading this to you guys, this you know thing that I found in my grandmother's notebook, is just that this is things that people have been thinking about forever. Right. And, and again, this may only go back to the 70s, but these are issues that people have been trying to figure out and and figure out in themselves and find a sense of peace. And so I think that you'll find these things just as interesting. So 10 hints for using here and now. Number one, stop fighting the current setup. Mm. Even the language is, you know. Stop fighting the current setup. It's the only reality there is. So what that says to me is go with the flow. And and accept what is mm-hmm. you know when we're fighting the current setup when we're saying it just shouldn't be this way it just shouldn't be this way that doesn't mean that we don't you know advocate for change and it doesn't mean that we don't speak our mind right it just means you first have to accept where you are in order to move from that point exactly it's the only oh, what re- was your grandma's name by the way my grandma's name was elizabeth cassani elizabeth okay yes yes elizabeth cassani um number two just for one day, do what you can 
with your life as it is, with your job, your home, everything in your environment. So is these things that came to her brain or did she copy this from some other source? Uh, or well, do we know? I don't know. Okay. I Because a lot of the things she wrote in here... She said, like, there was, there's a newspaper. She's from Danville uh, slash Westville, Illinois, which is central Illinois, for those of you who aren't from here. And she her newspaper was called The Little Gazette. <laughs> and I looked up Little Gazette. doesn't exist. There's something in Champaign-Urbana that's called The Gazette, which yeah. is probably what it An became. Offshoot, yeah, right. But I don't know where she got this. And some of these are from Ladies Home Journal. So read that last one to me. Okay. Just for one day... Do what you can with your life as it is, with your job, your home life, everything in your environment. So what that tells me is that, you know, baby step your way. And sometimes there's such a crisis or problem and you look at all the different facets of it and layers of it that it's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And I think what she's helping us understand is, um, you know, take it one day at a time, one thing at a time, because you can't do more than that anyways. And be with what is. Yeah. It's really the same thing. It's like, what if you were just doing your job for that day? Mm-hmm. What if we were just doing what if we were just doing this podcast for now? Mm-hmm. Because it was fun to just talk about these things and we weren't like, what will this mean and what will this become? And it was just now. Um, How would we do it differently? It reminds me of a quote that I came up with while working out a long time ago. Oh, this is your quote? And I have no idea if it makes sense. But it's accept what is, and if you can't, then accept that. So basically, accept the present moment. Some people are like, it's too painful, I can't. Right. Then accept the fact that it's too painful. Right. So that's really good. That's my offshoot to Elizabeth. Similar to the serenity prayer. Yeah. You know, just, you know, grant me the wisdom to... That John Duffy spoke about. Yeah. And then we had talked about it on the show two weeks before that when it comes to things like creating change or, um, you know, dealing with grief. Right. Is that, you know, the serenity prayer is... Actually, read the serenity prayer so I don't butcher it. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. Yeah. There you go. That's that's a mouthful right there. I know. Well, and... And as a parenting, you know, as a parenting podcast, that is spot on. The fact that we've shared it three times in like one month mm-hmm. tells you a lot. Yeah. Um, so number three of the 10 hints for using the here and now from the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to find a... F- I love this one. I love this one. You ready? Ready. You don't have to find a formula that will solve all the problems for the rest of your life. All you have to do is to do what you can to make today good. It's kind of an offshoot of the last one. I think it's a little bit deeper and a little more detailed, but it's kind of like do what you can. And I love you don't because aren't we always trying to look for a formula? I like, love formulas. I know. And here and that's the thing is what I've realized is when I'm struggling with something and then I like find this deeper place where I can go or I find this essential wisdom that I need. I'll be like, I got it. Mm. And this is what I'm going to use from here on out. Now, I may use some of it and I may it may be um, useful in other situations. But the truth is you can't take a formula from one situation and apply it to every other situation. Right. People would like to, right. but you have to be present for what is, and, and every situation may require more learning. Well, and the idea of creativity goes out the window if you use formulas. Right. So, you know, you have three different kids. If you try to parent those kids the same way, equally the same, it's not going to work. Right. You need to 
adjust, modify, improvise. So the thing about a formula is it formula to people means certainty and safety, mm-hmm. even though that's not really true, but that's what they equate a formula with. Right. And not having a formula is uncertainty. Risk. And some risk. But within that is also reality. And that's where creativity is born. Mm-hmm. And that's where courage is born. Right. And that's where we're, we have the ability to be vulnerable. And so... And that's really where you connect with people. Yeah. Is, you know, we know from Brene Brown's research, everything about vulnerability, the thing we don't want to do is what actually connects us to people. So I, I love that. Um, okay. So you ready? Ready. Ready. Okay. The next one, number four. Number Just for four. today, follow the health rules. <laughs> I love health rules. Follow the health rules that will make you feel better. Don't try to find a formula for lifelong health. So it's the same thing, but it's about physical health. Right. She's switched over from emotional or or something to – because if you don't have physical health, it's hard to be healthy in other aspects of your life. Yes. You can be, but it's just – if you can get your body – your body's a vessel. Right. And if the vessel is kind of beat down or broken down, it's hard to – do all the things that you want to do in your life. So she's switching over to physical health. Well, Good and, for her. Exactly. Is and she I, a healthy woman? Um, yeah, okay. she was. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't remember her being unhealthy, yeah. put it that way. You mm-hmm. know, like she was very active and um, very smart and very um, conscious. So, yeah. I, it's she's just writing notebooks so on mindfulness. I'll bet you she was conscious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was... 14 when she passed away. So it's been quite a long time. Sure, right. Um, so the next one I find interesting, number five, be vain about how, how realistic you are. The test is not resisting here and now. Hold it. Um, I was distracted. I know. Be vain about how realistic you are. The test is not resisting here and now. I don't understand the maybe part. maybe it's a different use of the word vain like be self-conscious mm-hmm. about how realistic you are okay yeah be keep it real keep it real exactly Basically she's saying keep it real because the test is not resisting where you are mm-hmm. and and she again we got to remember these words are from the 70s the test mm-hmm. it's more like what really matters is not resisting right. here and now so number 6 act vigorously on things that are at hand, regardless of today's conditions. Act vigorously on things that are at hand, regardless of today's conditions. So I, to me, what that means yeah. is that it may be a tough day. There may be things going on that are difficult to deal with, things that are difficult to hear in the news, whatever it may be. Keep living your life. Right. Deal with what, get up, do what's ex- what you're supposed to do. Go to work. Take care of your children. Be kind to people. You keep going. Read it one more time. All right. Act vigorously on things that are at hand. So basically, don't. That's circle of influence versus Correct. circle of control and exactly. all that. So basically, she's talking about it's a waste of our precious resources, energy to. to expend them on things that are way beyond your control, Get whether it lost, be yeah. the weather or whether it be, you know, a war that's going on the other side of the world. Right. Do what you can with where you are. Yes. You know, one of my, one of my friends closes every one of his emails 
with this quote from Mother Teresa, which is, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Right. Huge. That's kind of what, that's kind of what's going on here. It's love your family and keep going. Yeah. And keep going means you take a shower. You know, like in my darkest times, sometimes the hardest things can be the daily minutia mm-hmm. because you're like, what's the point, right? Yeah. But those are the things that help you keep going. Right. You know, those are the things that normalize and that put one foot in front of the other. And, you know, I just find that to be... Or in the words of Matthew McConaughey is oh, keep on keeping on. Just keep living. Is JKL. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey, we talked about this on a show years ago, pulled me out of a huge funk one time. I thought it was keep on keeping on, though. No, it's not. It's just keep living. JKL. JKL. Uh-huh. Because that resonated with me so strongly is that, yeah, this may be happening. This may be a challenge. You may be feeling this. But keep going. Just keep living. Yeah, I'm trying to find where that, uh, where does it come from? He actually has like a whole... uh, Bob Dylan tangled up in blue. That's what it says. What do you mean? That's where there's a line in the movie, in the song Tangled Up in Blue by Bob Dylan. Oh, really? And that's where he got Just Keep Living? That's what the... I thought he got it from Days... It was a line in Days to No, not Just Keep Living. I was Keep On Keeping On. Oh. J.K.L. is Matthew McConaughey. Got it. Yeah. Well, and really they have the same message. And it it was... From Matthew McConaughey's character in Dazed and Confused, it was just something he said, or it was an energy that he emoted. It was something that people felt from him. And um, I think he's organized a whole, like, organization around JKL. Just keep living. I don't know. Okay. Um, Quick sound effect? Yes. You've been given a great gift, George. A chance to see what the world would be like without you. Wouldn't that be nice? I don't want to know that. I don't know. It'd be a wonderful teaching tool. Yeah, yeah. I'd love an angel to come down without wings saying, listen, this is what things would be like if you weren't around. Yeah, that'd be weird. I know, you're kind of jumping to the kind of crazy, scary place, but I'd be like, that'd be pretty neat because it would probably push me in a direction that I'm not going right now. Like, I don't think I'd be worried too much about college tuitions and things (laughs) like that if I knew what it would be like without me. Right. Well, if you weren't here, these people you're worried about their college tuitions wouldn't exist. Or maybe I got hit by a bus yesterday and these three people would exist. You got hit by a bus yesterday. You're saying... Oh, you're, you mean like I was... Because in this, it's that he was never born. Right, right. And I'm, I'm going more like, yeah, what if, if you got hit by a bus? If something happened to you, right. Well, right. don't get hit by a bus. Right. You know, be careful. There's a lot of buses around here. Yeah, because George did do a lot of uh, amazing things for the community. Starting when he was a little boy. Yeah. Like he helped the guy the guy in the drugstore. Yeah. Um, he uh, saved his brother. Yeah. He did all of these things when he was little that amounted to these huge things. I would love to... I'm not good at recalling memories. Okay. I mean, but wouldn't it be nice just to have a journal of all the things that you feel like you're proud of. Like George had quite a journal going, but yeah. it took Clarence. George had forgotten all the things he had done. Really? He Well, not forgotten, like lost the memory, but he couldn't even connect with what his impact had been. He yeah. was too lost in his fear about the future. He was too, and you know, honestly, when I see that movie, you know, his uncle, and again, it was the guy, the bad guy, what's his name? Uh, Mr... The ba- the banker, the rich banker right. guy. I'm forgetting his name though. 
But he um, was the one who took the money from his uncle. But do you remember that part when his uncle loses the money? It's close to this part, I think. Okay. Doggone it. You sit around here and you spin your little webs and you think the whole world revolves around you and your money. Well, it doesn't, Mr. Potter. Mr. Potter. In the, in the whole vast configuration of things, I'd say you were nothing but a scurvy little spider. Scurvy little spider? Now, the scurvy little spiders around the world are probably like, hey, dude, don't lump me up with that guy. Oh, you mean the real spiders? The real spiders. Yeah. Well, you know, not Those all... little eight-legged creatures. Not all spiders are scurvy. <laughs> Um, but his... <laughs> I don't even know what scurvy means. <laughs> when I hear scurvy, I think like skinny and like. And I also decided I want to use the, the word malarkey more. <laughs> it's a good in one. In memory of Joe Biden. Yeah. What leaves. do you mean in memory of? He's well, he's going to leave us uh, his his office here in a few he short is. months. But he still has things he's. That's a bunch do. of malarkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great word. Can I talk about our one and only partner for the week? seedling.com please 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 please. so seedling they're brand new for us and um kathy's going to talk a little bit about what she did with it but what is seedling.com they're creative gifts for all kids on your list so instead of the normal boring gifts seedling has some pretty cool stuff on there and um the website and these toys and things that are in it encourages kids to make the world that you play in and um, one thing that we just looked at was a design your own virtual reality maze, which was pretty cool. Oh my gosh, that was so cool. So what you do is it's a maze that you create and then you could set it up through your phone and you can look at the maze that you just built with your phone and everybody can take turns and all and, that. And it's a virtual reality virtual, thing. So, so you make a box that kind of connects with your phone. Yeah. Um, instead of just looking at your phone. And all the, not all, but most of the uh, gifts that are on this website, it's all about creativity. They're like, there's no instructions. Like the the kids are supposed to get creative when they open the box. Well, like just for example, so I, um, Seedling became our partner. And so I went to their website to get stuff. And the things that I ended up getting were a make your own snow globe. Nice. Okay. So you're going to have, so, you know, we're buying snow globes for people anyway. Right. So why not create the snow globe that you're going to put in your room? Even better. You know, um, also for one of my nieces, um, it's these wings. They're like bird wings, but you design the wings and you color the wings and then you wear them. So to Todd's point, the, the toy itself ends up being super fun. But before it becomes something you play with, you actually design and create it. So if you're looking for that, like, um, I want to give my my children something that's really fun to play with, but I don't want them to just, you know, push buttons and hear beeps. Right. You know, I, I want them to actually have an interaction with this toy. This is a great website. So one of the quotes that I saw on their website is, a mind that is stretched by a new experience can never go back to its old dimensions. That's True. from Oliver Wendell Holmes, Jr., so here's what you do. If you're interested, go to seedling.com. That's S-E-E-D-L-I-N-G.com. Enter Zen for $10 off your purchase of $30 or more. Cool. That's seedling.com. The code is Zen. Growing Creative Kids. So thank you, Seedling. Yeah. All right. So what's your next one? Okay. So that was number six. So number seven. Okay. Or as I like to call it, siete. And that's also my favorite number. Don't like current conditions, but you must use them to get out. Um, that, to me, that's a good one. That's one of my favorites so far. Okay. Current conditions could be 
when I hear current conditions in that context, I think of things that may cause you a little bit of pain or discomfort, and you use that pain or discomfort to propel you exactly. out of the situation, exactly. as opposed to get into a fetal position and say, this shouldn't be. Right. Use it and move forward. Exactly. Always be moving forward. Absolutely. So you may not like the current conditions, but you must use them to get out. Yes. I love it. Okay. Number eight. This... Get, are you going to... Are you going to own pain or is it going to own you? Right. Something like that. Well, and when pain comes up, I was just listening to a great podcast yesterday, and this is going to sound really like simplistic, and you guys are going to be like, yeah, Kathy, great. You know, you guys say this all the time, but every kind of pain or negative experience is an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And do we look at it as an opportunity or do we look at it as doom? Yeah. It's the end. Well, you know? and if you look back on your life at mo some of the most painful moments of it mm -hmm. or biggest uh, crisis or whatever, mm -hmm. you hopefully and probably learned a lot about yourself and you grew wisdom and experience and strength out of that. Now, when you're in it, it, it sucks. It blows, yeah. But we, usually you can look back on it and say, oh my goodness, I'm so grateful for that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where we're going with that, Exactly. Right? And, and that you know, having a negative experience or having a disappointment or whatever it may be, it's okay to understand that and feel that and label it as such. This was a disappointment. Yeah. Instead of, oh, I don't care. It's yeah. not a big deal. It is a disappointment, but it's an opportunity. Yeah. So this one I love. Number eight. Number eight. Hope rushes in when you stop fighting with reality. Positive thinking is the result. Well, that for me is what you focus on grows. Yes. A lot of people focus on the negative and surprisingly or not so surprisingly, a lot of the negative uh, manifests. It gets perpetuated. Conversely, if you focus on the positive, mm -hmm. then, you know, Wayne Dyer, when you look, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Right. So that's what that means. And to me. when, and I think about it as space because I think fighting and fear take up a lot of room in our bodies and our minds. And I know this from personal experience. When I am fighting or when I am in fear, it's all encompassing and there's no space. Mm -hmm. So not only do I not have any space to be creative or to, you know, maybe be the, as loving a person as I want to be, but I, there's no room for hope to rush in, there's no space. And, I think pe what people fear is if they're not fighting or in fear that they will be inactive. And that is not true. Now, this is something I am still working on because sometimes we feel like, well, when I'm in fear, I take action. But can you trust that you can take action and be hopeful? Right. That's the, so it's not about that you can't initially use the pain to propel you, but then can it be transformed into hope rather than constant fear? And this is something that we're all working on. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. That's right. Hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things. What's the next line? Line. That's from Three Amigos, by the way. <laughs> um, well, I know you're doing Shawshank, yeah. but... Yeah. I can't tell you the next line. I know. I'm trying to find movie quotes on hope because hope is a really good thing. It is. And you know what? I, I and our children are hopeful. They're born hopeful. And then as parents beat it out of them and then they become jaded and cynical. Well, they're dreamers. They're dreamers. Mm -hmm. Like from that part from Uncle Buck, I'm all over the board with movie lines yeah, today. Yeah, you are. Um, when I should play that part with the principal and Uncle Buck gets mad at the principal and he says, she's only six. Oh, I got to find it. Well, 
You keep talking. I will. I will say that hope is not about just sitting still and doing nothing and like crossing your fingers that things will be better. Mm -hmm. Hope is the action that I'm taking today makes an impact and I believe that it creates a greater good. That's hopefulness. It's also for our kids, their dreams of, I believe myself to be big enough, strong enough, brave enough, courageous enough that I would like to take some risks and try things, mm -hmm. that I am capable of handling the disappointments and that I am willing to go out there and see what I can do. That's their kind of hope. That's their kind of dream. And when we try and break them down with our story of what reality truly is, then that hopefulness is lost. Um, or covered up. My Uncle Buck line. So he, Uncle Buck is in the principal's office for his daughter who got... It's not his daughter, it's his niece. His niece, thank you, mm -hmm. for being a silly heart and a dreamer. And this principal saying, you know, she's a silly heart, she's a dreamer. So this is a few... She is a twiddler, a dreamer, a silly heart. She is a jabberbox. And frankly, I don't think she takes a thing in her life or her career as a student, seriously. She's only six. That is not a valid excuse. I hear that every day and I dismiss it. I don't think I want to know a six-year-old who isn't a dreamer or a silly heart. And I sure don't want to know one who takes their student career seriously. I don't have a college degree, but I know a good kid when I see one. Because they're all good kids until dried-out, brain-dead skags like you drag them down and convince them they're no good. You so much as scowl at my niece or any other kid in this school, and I hear about it, and I'm coming looking for you. Uncle Buck. John Hughes, he had such a perspective. He did. And it, it just shines through in every movie. Like, it's, he had such an interesting voice. Yeah. And as we know... He was a kid. He w that's what I was going to say, is as we know... That had its blessings, which was he had the voice of a child, and it curse, which was he acted like a child sometimes. Yeah, with Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Remember that Molly Ringwald? Oh, yeah. yeah. So and he, he was a little... He was immature. Immature, thank you. Yeah. I was going to use a worse word. I was going to say creepy, but he was immature. Yeah, he felt that people should be loyal to him and that if they didn't you know, follow him or do what he said, that they were disloyal and that they weren't his friends. And it was like a very uh, stunted way of thinking, but... There's some wisdom in there. There was some wisdom in his voice in the movies. And uh, bless John Hughes, but bless John Candy. God, he was great. We watched a lot of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles this weekend over Thanksgiving. We did? Um, yes, we did. Did we not? I feel like every time we were... In in the family room, that movie was on. What's the flight situation? Simple. There's no way on earth we're going to get out of here tonight. <laughs> We'd have more luck playing pickup sticks with our butt cheeks than we will getting a flight out of here before daybreak. Do you feel this vehicle is safe for highway travel? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I really do. <laughs> I, I believe that. I know it's not pretty to look at, but it'll get you where you want to go. <laughs> I've never seen a guy get picked up by his testicles. Not that one? Not that is this a coincidence or what? <laughs> have a seat. Here's my advice for everybody. I forgot to mention planes, trains, and automobiles on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and I feel awful for you that. You did a whole show on it like three weeks ago. You played no, a I bunch didn't. of quotes. I, did, I do that once a year before Thanksgiving. It's been a year since I did that. Are you sure? I'm 99% sure. I thought you played planes, trains, and automobiles quotes just recently. I don't think so. And even if I did, it's still not enough planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> 
um, I know what we're past Thanksgiving now, but just rent that and watch it with your family because it's amazing. That's all I have to say. Because right. it's got a big heart. So let me finish these. Sure. Okay. So that was the hope one. Number nine, the road to fulfillment leads off from action on things as they are today. Yeah, this is all complete presence and mindfulness. The road to fulfillment leads off from action on things as they are today. Journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Oh my gosh, I was just going to say that. That's right. Because that is what keeps me going, yeah. is the fact that sometimes when I'm like, what, what good will this do? What good will this one thing do? You have to take the step to create the bigger picture. You can't, like you said, get in the fetal position and say it's, nothing is going to make a difference because all we have is right now and this moment. So it's that next step. Well, in that next step, Tony Robbins, we're either growing or we're dying. And there's parts of that quote that I don't particularly agree with, but most of it I do. We all, you know, we're either growing or we're regressing. Or we're dying, yeah. If we're just st- now there's times when it's good to sit tight and just be mm-hmm. with what is yep. without growing. Mm-hmm. But most Because there's growth in that, right. Todd. There you go. See, that's the thing is that the misunderstanding is that when we are grieving or when we are in pain that we're in that we're dying. Yeah. But oftentimes that's the offshoot of the growth. Yeah. Is I have found my greatest growth after a great disappointment. Yeah. And you know, the light is found oftentimes in the deepest, darkest places where it's so dark that you can finally see a a small light in the corner. And that's when the growth occurs. Yep. Um, Next one. This is the last one. You ready? Last but not least. Now, I think this is interesting. It says important, colon, number 10. Elizabeth Cassani, 40 (laughs) years ago. Write down a one-day program that calls on action as things as they are in your setup of here and now. She used a lot of words. <laughs> My gosh. Well, and I think what she's come saying. Come up with a plan. Come up with a plan for today. today. Like, what are you going to do today? today? Not next week, not for the next week, not for the next month, today. Absolutely. And then this is this is the last thing that I'm going to read to you because it's on the same page. And this, you're going to freak out. This is so f- interesting. Right below this list of 10 hints for using the here and now, she has a poem called The Challenge. Okay. And she wrote next to it, this is old wisdom that was written in Sanskrit. Okay. Okay, so do you know what Sanskrit is? Yeah, that's the that's the Hindu... It's yogic language. Yeah. Yes. Right. And so I just find it interesting that she was writing something that was originally in Sanskrit. In, anyway, it's just, you know, it's just weird. Yeah. Here we are in 2016 and I'm Who reading this. Who would have thunk it? Okay. She's smiling down on us right I now. I think so. Or around us. Around it doesn't us. have to be up. It's all over. So it's called The Challenge. Listen, and there's exclamation points at the end of these sentences. <laughs> Listen to the exploration of the dawn. Mm. Look to this day, for it is life. The very life of life. In its brief course lie all the verities and realities of your existence. The glory of action, the bliss of growth, the splendor of beauty. For yesterday is but a dream, and tomorrow is only a vision. But today, well lived, makes every yesterday a dream of happiness and every tomorrow a vision of hope. Mm. Look well, therefore, to this day. Such is the salutation of the dawn. Wow. 
How about that? Where I wonder is that hers or we don't know. I don't know. know. It's she it says the challenge and then it says all old wi- wisdom that was written in Sanskrit. Doesn't matter where it's from. It's pretty damn good. I don't know, man, but that is so good. Yeah. Um so it says Okay, so one more thing. Sure. <laughs> it says right under there. Don't be locked in to your circle of knowing. Move into a circle of doing. Mm. See, I like it. The reason I like your grandma, even though I never met her, <laughs> is because she's action-oriented. Yes. Doing things, yes. moving, movement. And and the doing, though, is being present. It, it, see, you and I are, are always differentiating between being and doing. Mm. And I think this, you know, this kind of predates that. And this is about be here now, take action today. Yeah. But taking action, everybody, doesn't mean staying at the office two hours longer. It means take action in how you love people. Mm. Smile at people. Don't wait till tomorrow when you're in a good mood to actually be helpful. Be helpful today. Right. I agree with all that. But what I get out of it as well yes. is make a plan. Come up with a plan for the day. I love that. I used to, uh, whatever, long story, but I remember I had that binder of my daily plan and I would write it all out. Like, this is what I'm going to do, prioritize it. Mm-hmm. Like, your grandma's inspiring me to do that again. Exactly. And I think that that is fantastic. And I, I want to just say that is a big yes. But for those of you that are a little more like me, where it's not just about checking tasks off the list, it's not just about, you know, being productive in the most traditional sense. It's about being productive as a human being. Right. That's so, true. You know what I mean? So it's, you're making a list of, I'm going to call this person. I'm going to do this. It's a both gonna, and. It's a both and. It's about being, don't wait till Friday to tell your kids you love them. Yeah. Don't wait till you're in a good mood to, you know, to go meditate. Yeah. Like. Today, yeah. Today, um, one thing: uh, if you live in Elmhurst, which a lot of our listeners do, there is a Love Lives Here candlelight vigil. I know, and it's scheduled for December sixth on the east steps of Wilder Mansion. They have several wonderful speakers of interfa- interfaith community uh, and other eloquent voices of diversity and, and inclusion. Who started that? I have no idea. And if I, I know you're planning to go, yeah, I am. Uh, if I'm in town, I will go because it's all about peace and love and understanding one community, one country, one world. So uh, if you live in the western suburbs of Chicago and you want to like get with a group of people that talk about one community, one country, one world, this is your spot. Mm, I think that's so lovely. And then we also have some Zen friends. We have a Yay. scholarship fund for the conference and um, on our registration page even if you're not registering for the conference if you want to help us get people who can't afford to go to the conference you can go to uh com and click on the registration tab our our zen friends for the week are julia and gabe norcross we mentioned them last week but i, I cut some of the audio out so this is actually kind of funny not funny which is that they julia and gabe became um, Zen friends a long time ago. Yeah. And then they either, I it. they reminded us or we figured out that we hadn't said their names yeah. on the podcast. So finally, Todd's like, I got to make up for that. And last week, he said their names, but for some reason, the audio got cut out. And so they're getting another shout out that's a lot more clear. That's right. Thank you. And then the other is my buddy Jim and Pam Snyder. Oh, thanks, they, Jim they and Pam. They donated as well. So that's awesome. And then um, quick uh, email I got, the woman named Jolene said, while, while I was pregnant 
with her son. I would listen to Zen Parenting Radio driving to work. Her son Jack arrived in June, and he, uh, she didn't listen for a couple of weeks. One day, Jack was having an extremely fussy day and was just needing a shift in energy, so I decided to listen to ZPR. As soon as I turned on ZPR, Jack stopped crying <laughs> and became very quiet and alert to both your voices. I soon realized that he recognized your voices from all the times I would listen in the car. Any time to this day he becomes really fussy, I turn on ZPR, and it calms him. He may be your youngest fan ever. Oh, that's lovely. All right, Jack. Hi, Jack. And hi, Jolene. Go to sleep. Yeah, it's n- time to rest. Give your mom a break. Go to bed. Give your mama a break. Go to sleep. Um, and let's see. What else do I want to talk about? My ToddAdamsCoaching.com. I coach guys. You can learn more about it by going to that website. I help you uh, set goals and come up with an action plan, whether it's relationship or marriage or parenting or finances, anything you're working on in life. So check me out at ToddAdamsCoaching.com. Hey, world. Check, Check me out. Me out. Merry Christmas, movie house! Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, you wonderful building and loan! <laughs> that building and loan. Mary, I know what I'm going to do tomorrow and the next day and next year and the year after that. I'm shaking the dust of this crummy little town off my feet and I'm going to see the world. Italy, Greece, the Parthenon, the Colosseum. Young George. George wanted to travel, and he wasn't able to. Yeah. Sometimes things don't work out the way you had them planned. Planned in your brain. Right? Um, I feel like I'm forgetting. There must be some easier way for me to get my wings. There must be some easier way, sweetie. There's not. Um, So TiVo, it's a wonderful life to watch it with you and your family. doesn't matter how old. You could have a five-year-old watch that movie, right? Yeah. Yesterday, we put up all of our uh, holiday decorations, and we kind of thought of all the things we wanted to watch, um, you know, in December. And then Todd basically, what what is that, on UVerse? How do you do that? You could just record yeah, it from the I phone. I got an app on my phone that tells my Devo, a TiVo. Or, Your Devo? No, my Devo. <laughs> whip it. To whip it? Whip it good. <laughs> um, to, to record it? Yeah. Um, and, you know, we were kind of coming up with all of our favorite holiday movies. And for those of you that enjoy holiday movies, we... I highly recommend Love Actually, which I'm sure the majority of you yeah. have seen. I'm sure that's no, not a new recommendation. the majority of the people have not seen that movie, Well, sweetie. Love Actually is good, even though it's got a few parts in it that kids can't see, yeah. um, young kids. And then one uh, of my favorite movies is called The Family Stone. Mm. And it was, I don't know when it came out, but for some reason it really, really spoke to me and made me very deep and um, has a lot of great people in it. That's right. Um, I think that's it. All right. So in honor of um, Elizabeth Cassani. Yes, Grandma. I decided to. Yes. Right? Very nice. Good choice. Thank you. Um, we got a show this Friday. We do. Hold on. Here comes the guitar. Um. We interview the gentleman from... Date Safe? Can I Kiss You? Right. Well, he wrote the book, Can I Kiss You? But his organization is called Date Safe. DateSafeProject.org. And it's about consent. Yes. And it's about consent on both sides. Yeah. It's about female consent. It's about male consent. It's about actually asking and being communicative about intimacy. And he, as as you will hear in the interview... 
Todd and I were like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, things I had never thought about before. It was a really good interview. It was good. He so was great. So that's this Friday. And what's his name? Uh, Mike. Uh, it's. It, Damish. It, Damish. That's it. I was going to say the pronunciation is not yeah. the spelling. So uh, thank you, Elizabeth Cassani, for the inspiration. Thank you, Grandma. Thanks, Billy Corrigan, for writing the song. Uh, talk to you guys on Friday. Have a good week. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it, and we hope you'll join us next time. If you're a fan of Zen Parenting Radio, consider leaving us a review on iTunes. This helps people find us. You can also just tell a friend about our show. That's our favorite kind of marketing. Todd and I do speaking engagements about Zen Parenting and self-awareness, so if you have an interested group or organization, contact us at comments at zenparentingradio.com. And get your early bird tickets for our big Let's Get Real Zen Parenting Conference February 24th and 25th at the Westin in Lombard. Todd and I will be speaking Friday night, and we have Rob Bell, Rosalind Wiseman, and Ali Smith as our keynotes on Saturday. If you want to know more about self-awareness or conscious parenting, pick up one of Kathy's award-winning books at zenparentingradio.com or Amazon. If you're a guy, I have two resources for you. I coach guys. It's called Coaching for Guys. (laughs) On the phone, Skype, or in person, we set goals together and come up with a plan to meet those goals. The website is toddadamscoaching.com. And we also have a monthly men's group. So if you're looking for a group of men to have authentic conversations with, check out the tribemensgroup.com. If you ever shop on Amazon, you can help us out by first going through the Amazon link on our homepage. It doesn't cost anything to you, but we get a small commission from Amazon. If you want an amazing vehicle to teach your kids about money management, go to the lower right-hand side of our homepage and click on the FAMZOO logo and enter Zen Finance as a promo code. I want to give a special thanks to our three partners, Tree of Life Chiropractic Care, John J. Kelly Dentistry, and Avid Painting and Remodeling. Thanks for your love and support. Keep on trucking.